Hi, I'm Brad, and I love Netflix Christmas movies. Hi, I'm Jax, and Netflix Christmas movies are a grab bag. (laughs) I'm Alonzo, and it's always good to remember that Netflix Christmas movies are a case-by-case basis. I'm Dan, and uh, Netflix movies are starting to look like Hallmark Christmas movies, which means I despise them, and this is the Deck the the Netflix Netflix Podcast. never dance you know we da- like whenever whenever not in life this isn't like a lot like i hope you dance i hope you still feel <laughs> I small hope you dance. I, I, i'm talking about when you hit the theme song like i'll dance you know alonzo you're Jax, saying you're saying i never dance oh, patrick will dance P- panda you never dance you say i i never it's dance. like you're producing a show i'm saying when you hit that button you never dance is what i'm saying he can dance or he can push buttons he cannot do both at the same yeah. time i'm saying you can dance if you want to can i leave my friends behind because that's kind of what i want to do right now to be frank getting on me about anything you're gonna rue the day oh yeah you're right that's true i, I will am. say the last time i got out of my seat on this program about Everybody a week got ago a little bit more than they everyone for. uh saw my booty and, uh, uh, we found this out on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Did I miss a, this episode? <laughs> Panda made a great pun, and Brian decided to show his affection for that pun by laying. By planking on the. Plank, the, the planking's the, a strong word, but laying <laughs> stomach first on this table right here in front of us. And then when he got up to go back to yeah. the seat, yeah. the pants didn't make it qu- yeah. all the way quite back up to the uh, waist. Yeah. And that's so, okay. So far, I have taken my shirt off and my pants. So at <laughs> this <laughs> point. Brand and now you have a plumber's <laughs> license. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have a fans only brand? That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's only. Uh, Apparently, only. it's just called Deck the Hallmark. That's right. <laughs> We're jumping straight from TV PG to fans only. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Which is the, the. Never mind. I'll make that joke all fair. We'll do it again. Like hello, that sounds fun network. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We are doing it. You guys are a bad influence on us. I, 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 never, I never make booty jokes uh, before. <laughs> Noon. No, you just flash it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. We're talking about Christmas inheritance yeah, today. Um, you know, we're running out of uh, Netflix I couldn't believe Christmas we had already movies. watched every other Netflix Christmas movie. <laughs> Not everyone, but we're getting close. We're getting close. <laughs> this one's yeah. historically important. <laughs> Is yeah. it? Do you want to explain why? Well, th- this was the year that Netflix got into the game. And okay. they basically, they dropped this one and the first of the Christmas Prince movies. That's right. And you would think that Hallmark had never existed by the way that people flipped out over these movies. Like they'd never seen anything like it before. Whereas we were all like, um, you know, there's a, this is a thing that, uh, okay, fine. Just, just enjoy it. Right? I'm not going to yuck your yum. You know? <laughs> yeah. Netflix, I feel like has evolved a bit. I mean, California Christmas excluded, <laughs> although that's just, you know, still a saucier Hallmark. Exception but this, to prove the rule. This yeah. is very much like just, uh, just Hallmark. It's just 24 uh, minutes longer, but who's counting? Yeah. <laughs> Damn Peter, it's clearly. a P- Peter Benson joint. Peter Benson directed it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, it's got, got the Hallmark fingerprints all over it. Uh, shall we talk about it? 
Oh, let's, let's yes, do let's. it. Christmas Inheritance originally aired on December 15th, 2017. That was my anniversary. And can you believe it? Didn't spend it watching this. Unbelievable. I know. Wow. I know. But that's Slippery. the beauty of Netflix. You can watch it anytime, which I promptly did in 2022 uh, during the summer. And it went a little something like this. The movie kicks off by establishing the heck out of New York City. Have you heard of it? Uh, we see a girl doing flips at a big gala. She's doing uh, like flips. Like g- gymnast Gymnast stuff. flips. Yeah. For donations, for Toys for Tots. And it's all going great until she flips into a Christmas tree. Her name is Ellen. Ah, I'm Ellen. I'm Ellen. And uh, <laughs> she's um, a what they describe as an heiress. And uh, she is engaged, and the tabloids paint her out to be out of control. Out of control. Flipping at Christmas parties. To get toys for children. <laughs> yeah. Her dad is very upset about the latest tabloid. Tabloid. And uh, tells her that he wants to retire, but doesn't feel like he can trust her to hand the business over to. He feels like maybe he spoiled her. So dad comes up with a good idea. He has a tradition where at Christmas time, <laughs> he uh, sends a letter to uh, his business partner, Uncle Zeke, Uncle Zeke who yeah. lives in Snow, Snow Falls, which is where they grew up um, and where they started the business. So as a big test, he sends his daughter to Snow Falls to hand deliver the letter. So she has to travel. These are the rules. Incognito. No one can know who she is. So no one's going to you know treat her special. And uh, she cannot use her family's wealth to survive. Aside from the $100 bill that her dad gives her before getting on the bus. A bus. Unbelievable. Can you even? So she arrives and her suitcase goes rolling into the snow into the road, which is gets hit by a car. And uh, a guy gets out. His name is Jake, and he's a taxi driver who offers to give her a ride. He brings her to the inn, and it also happens that he is the manager of the inn. So she's crushed to find out that Uncle Zeke is not in town at all. So she says, I guess I got to stay here because I got to hand deliver this letter uh, to Uncle Zeke. So she ends up, you know, walking around the town. Jake's there for reasons and they're arguing about whether or not giving money to the homeless is helpful or not spoiler it is um so we find out that he hates the song silent night with um a passion that burns uh even even hotter than dan's hatred towards this movie uh she ends up burning up uh burning through the money pretty quickly and so jake offers to let her stay at the end uh, if she will uh, clean some rooms. <laughs> She's really getting getting her hands dirty. Uh, she ends up opening up uh, to the diner owner in town, Debbie, and explains her reasons for traveling and uh, why she can't let anyone know who she is, even though she just broke that rule. Uh, Debbie promises to keep her secret and that she will teach her how to bake, thank God. Suddenly, there is a uh, big old snowstorm hitting town, and Jake offers to shelter as many people at the inn as possible. Ellen starts to realize 
hmm, maybe it is good to help people. So she's like, man, this is amazing. We should bring all the homeless people to the inn. Later that night, Ellen uh, finds out that Jake is an artist with, you know, artist tools. And uh, Jake explains that he uh, used to live in New York and spend some time as a stockbroker, as you do. And it just made him feel awful. And then, uh, you know, he was uh, went to, to Snowfalls. Silent Night was playing the night that he broke up with his girlfriend. Uh, so he's now, he hates that song. It's awful. So, uh, she's like, thank you so much for, uh, telling me this and also for teaching me what's important about, you know, like helping people and whatnot. And, uh, he goes to show her some real neat ice sculptures. And he's like, now that you've seen those, now we can kiss. And it gets awkward cause not interested in that. She's not, uh, seeing as how she's engaged uh jake is uh helping run a charity auction uh and ellen uh agrees after finding out that there's nothing uh, for the auction to be auctioned uh to go around town and get donations he uh thanks her with a big old hug as her fiance gray no relation to me uh arrives to uh take her home but she's like i can't leave yet the auction and uncle zeke and the letter Gray is not having it. And he's like, don't, uh, you don't, we don't belong here. We're not these type of people. You're starting to scare me. Uh, Ellen starts to read the letters that are in the big letter box. You got it. Uh, that her dad had, that her dad and Zeke pass uh, every year. And, he, and she's like, mm, friendship is cool. So Gray tells uh, Jake the truth about who she is. And Jake is like, man, I feel so dumb now, getting lied to and whatnot. So he tells her that he knows, and that's why um, he left New York in the first place, because of people like you, and she is now sad, and she leaves. Uh, he goes to his art room and listens to Silent Night while holding a Santa figuring uh, to try, try to, you know, calm down a little bit, have a little mope sesh. Uh, dark times indeed. On the way home uh, with Gray, she realizes that she just can't, she can't find the letter for this year. The whole reason why she was here in the first place, she can't find the letter to give to Uncle Zeke. And he's like, whatever, these letters are stupid anyway. And that is the final straw. She says, you know what? No, you are. I'm getting out of here. So she gets back on a bus, back to Snow Falls. Um, she gets to the dance slash auction slash fun Christmas Eve time, and she finds Jake. Tells him that she broke up with Gray. Uh, you know, I don't think she actually said those words, but that's neither here nor there. And uh, needs uh, help finding the final letter. The final letter. Uh, then Santa walks out and starts reading the letter. Wouldn't you know it? It's Zeke, and the letter he has it so delivered. Um, <laughs> And announces that Ellen is going to be taking over for dad now that he's retiring and she, uh, you know, uh, has proven herself as responsible by losing the letter. Apparently, Zeke was gone on purpose and uh, that she uh, needed to get to know the town uh, and the town to know her with no pressure. That was the whole point of the trip. Dad shows up and is like, I pulled a fast one on you, kiddo. I sent the letter ahead of time. You never had it to begin with. Joke's on you. Wanted you to learn a lesson. Lesson learned. Silent Night plays and Jake doesn't cry this time. Slow dances with Ellen and they kiss and that was Christmas, Christmas Inheritance. We did it. We did do it. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back here on Take the Netflix.
We're back. We're talking Christmas Inheritance 2017. That's right. Before this podcast even uh, Unbelievable. began. Unbelievable. Before it was even thought A twinkle of. in your eye. That's exactly right. Um, let's talk about it. Uh, Jax, had you ever seen this movie? What did you think about it now that you watched it here in July of 2020? I hadn't seen Two. this movie. So this is Two. new to me. Um, <laughs> one day, he said 2020. <laughs> 2020. He did not travel back in time. <laughs> Please, let's not. I don't want to go through 2020 or yeah, 2021 again. No kidding. <laughs> um, so for me, this movie has two things going against it out of the gate. One, as you mentioned, that it was done in 2017. And I think we all know that over the last five years, the quality of these movies has grown exponentially. And number two, I really hate, it's probably my least favorite, trope, storyline, character of poor little rich girl. Mm -hmm. Don't like it, never have, doesn't resonate with me. However, despite that, I think Jake Lacey as a leading man in this is so funny and gosh darn charming. Not your typical Christmas movie Hallmark type Netflix leading man, but I loved him. I thought he was so delightful. I love Andy McDowell in this. I thought it was really watchable and fun. I sort of wish, even though this actress, I think she's very talented and she's very pretty, I sort of wish they would have hired someone who would have matched um, Jake Lacey in his quirkiness because I didn't really feel the chemistry. But overall, I'm glad I watched it, and I probably would watch it again like with friends. Not on my own, but if people were like, we're having a watch party for Christmas Inheritance, I would say, yes, please, that sounds good to me. With other people's friends. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to uh, pop in right now to say to say this. Uh, South Carolina's own Andy McDowell. I think we have to say that mm. as South Carolina podcasters Absolutely. here. So from Gaffney, right down the road. That's from, right. Yeah, that Greenville. No wonder she True has story. that wholesome charm, just like you boys. That's right. That's right. So they said, That's use right. your same accent and be up way north where it snows all the time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So um, this movie is very clearly right out of the gate, uh, just bizarre. It's a, <laughs> it's all in all a bizarre reason to have a movie. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, whatever. Uh, you know, I like the two of them together. Christmas is snowy, and snowy is fun. Um, I just wish that the the reason the movie existed mattered more to me as a person um you know letters from business partners and whatnot was just a weird reason to well, have would you movie. watch it with other people's friends of course That's the I real question. of course i would watch it with other people's friends of course i would yeah this movie it did it does feel you know knowing that this was 2017 netflix was like let's get in the game it did feel like the type of movie that someone would put together like you know how people make fun of Hallmark movies, but they don't really watch them? That felt like this movie. It felt like a movie that, like, what, what, is, what are the Hallmark Christmas movies? What are all the things that people make fun of them? Let's just <laughs> do that here. Has a rough sketch of what, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll do that and then put it put it on Netflix and see how it plays. And so um, I'm happy that Netflix has kind of uh, gone away from that and does their own thing because I feel like that hits much better um, for them. Uh, but this one was it was it was it was fine for me. But just a bizarre reason to to hold a, a, a film. Uh, Alonzo, I did watch this uh, when it first dropped because even before meeting you guys, I was already a sucker for this stuff. Um, and I remember thinking in 2017 that as far as Hallmark stuff goes, that it was like, well, you would not get like 
Andy McDowell and Jake Lacey in a Hallmark yeah. movie. Like maybe one or the other, but certainly never both. Um, the fact that the Baxter in this movie is black is not a thing that 2017 Hallmark would have touched with the 10 foot Ever. pole. No so, way. you know, there were moments when I first saw it where I thought, okay, I can see where this is different. I can see where Netflix is sort of trying to, to like hew their own, you know, like create their own path here. But watching it now, it just sort of reminds me of all of the Hallmark 1.0 stuff that I'm so glad we've gotten away from. And the the city girl in small town stuff here is so insanely contrived where you have the 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 hidden identity and the hundred dollars and the, the all these things stacked together and the letters and the everything you're like you're like what is it could we just pick one you know you don't need this is a this is like the definition of a hat on a hat is the plot of this movie because they just <laughs> they, they make it needlessly complicated and at the same time like completely vapid um so yeah, not not loving it. Um, uh, I, but again, I, I just I do remember how in 2017 people who had never seen a Hallmark movie before were like losing their mind over this yeah. movie, and it was just I like I just can't imagine those people. I can't yeah. imagine the people in 2017 that were like, "Have you guys seen this? Have yeah. you seen this?" Well, this is before y'all came along to yeah. sort of yeah. you know. Yeah, people went nuts. I I remember people going way more nuts for you the were Prince. A the, well, the Christmas Prince. I yeah. remember oh, that. Oh, for sure. Being, well, that's the one that got two sequels, and this yeah, one that did was not. The, that was the one that people were like going nuts. Isn't that the and one I, that gave us the royal baby, Christmas Prince Three, the it royal baby, sure is. which is one of the worst <laughs> Christmas movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, but Dan, there's a dungeon. <laughs> but remember the good old days. Me. Never mind. Stand corrected. Remember the good old days in 2017 where you could watch all of the Christmas movies that came on TV. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and it was like you know, it's still a lot, but it wasn't like it, you know, two hundred of them. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it wasn't two hundred. So, the good old days of 2017. <laughs> uh, Dan, this movie holds the rare distinction of not knowing how big business or small towns work, <laughs> and, and also not knowing how just weather works, like in general. Um, and but the good news is, is it's 23 minutes longer. I think that's <laughs> it has that in the pro camp. Um, this is a this is tough. This is tough, guys. This is over a hundred minutes of just grueling try to get through it. And you do get Andy McDowell and Jake Lacey, and Jake Lacey, even with that haircut, is just uh, like I, I I saw him the first time, and I was like, Are they doing a bit with his haircut? Like, legitimately, what's going on? Is but he no, a serial killer? That is, yeah. Like, is it is the Norman Bates was training him on how to and he <laughs> hotel but management? He, but yeah, exactly. But it's. He still works, and he's been in, like, a lot of feature... You know, you introduced me to Their Finest, which he's in, and he's mm. great in. Um, he's in Carol. He's in the Rocks movie, uh, Rampage. He's in all kinds of stuff. Like, he's a really good actor, and yeah. so he elevates this. Andy McDowell elevates this, but it is... You know, we watched, and the review will come out on Friday, a movie with Alicia Witt called Christmas List, and Peter Benson is the Baxter in mm -hmm. that movie and directs this one, and the two films are eerily similar like like 2016 Sorry, qu quick correction peter benson did not direct this a guy named ernie barbarash uh, so who gave us who gave us the immortal christmas in rome did this his one. name did pop up oh, on screen i actually was think that was peter benison okay oh, and i think it was different with listening to brand right here because i never <laughs> saw peter benson and i just heard you and we're like ah brand's word is as good as anybody's no because um, brand i had the same thing i was like oh peter benson and then i was like oh i think there's an there's an i in there that shouldn't be there for my peter benson <laughs> hey, they spelled benson right. hashtag not my peter benson <laughs> yeah. not my peter benson well, well now that, i now that, i'm just intrigued that movie christmas list with wit and benson is 
basically this same movie but with a Christmas list. Like almost, <laughs> and it came out in 2016, and this is the same, like the Baxter comes to the town, the girl's rich and doesn't get, like it's like the same movie, and, and so that also had it going against it. But it just is, I, if, for two, if you told me in 2017 Netflix wanted to get into the Christmas movie game and be like Hallmark, then this would have been very indicative of what that's like. So they did check that box, but whew, I, I don't think I would watch it with my friends or anyone else's for that matter. So for me, it's a no. It's a no-go. Can Maybe some enemies. It was, can confirm it was Benison. Can, oh, can, look can at confirm. that. Director of photography. Shout out to Peter <laughs> Benison. You did a great job on this one, buddy. <laughs> we yeah, love Peter. him now, too. Yeah, yeah. There's no, uh, you know, aside from seeing Peter Benson's name every week and just assuming that he's in, that's every, true. like a part of every <laughs> that's movie. That's fair. I, that's uh, fair. Yeah, I saw Peter B. Benson. It was like yeah. Peter B. Benson. Peter uh, Benson. Um, let's talk about feels. Jackson, anything stick out to you? Give you uh, some Christmas feels or feels in general? Yeah, I mean, I think Andy McDowell probably because she's from your home state. Um, mm-hmm. I, she just gives me so many feels when she realized that um, Ellen, who she was, I thought the way she handled that was with such grace and care, and it was really sweet. And when she was talking about Ellen's dad, how they used to date, and that she wanted to hate Ellen's mom, but she couldn't because she was so sweet, I just thought that was so wonderful and delightful, and I really love that woman. Um, I had some feels (laughs) for... um, the family of the the daughter and then the little baby. I just thought that was so sweet. And when the little girl um, gave Ellen, Ellie, the stuffed animal to make her feel better, that gave me all the feels. I just I just love kid actors, and I thought she did a really great job. So those are my big feels. And I I think Jake Lacey he gets me feeling things. I'm I'm, I'm pretty into him actually after this one. <laughs> <laughs> After this, I'm keeping one. it PG. I'm keeping it PG. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Had you ever seen Jake Lacey in anything before? Yeah, but like not okay. not through the the lens of a of a Netflix Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That changes things. That changes everything. Um, you know what we make fun of? We have a lot uh, of fun here. We make fun of and have pointed out many a times. The slow dance to Silent Night or the slow dance to A Christmas Carol, et cetera, and how it's just a weird bit. This is the one instance where, to me, it was like, you know what? I appreciate the full circle of Dancing to Silent Night because it was the song that made him, like, bummed him out because of his ex. So the, the, hey, you know what? I'm taking back this song about baby Jesus. Um <laughs> And I'm gonna, you know, use it for love now. That worked for me. This this one specific time of slow dancing to Silent Night was a win for Brian. You know what? I get it that Silent Night is free to use in these movies, but th- th- this film, like, they really should write public domain a check. Like, they should do something to to pay back. Like, it's half the movie, man. There's like six scenes with Silent Night in it. It's brutal. Oh, don't I'm forget Jingle share. Bells. That pops up too. <laughs> yeah, I'm public, public. public. PD. I understand you have a uh, check for me. That's right. <laughs> uh, Alonso, any feels for you, buddy? Uh, absolutely, Andy McDowell. I mean, yes, I, you're you're absolutely right. The accent doesn't work, but who cares? She's Andy McDowell. Um, I 
to this day, if a movie gives me real snow, that still counts. That still counts as a feel. That still counts as a well done because it is remains so rare that I, I get excited when I see it in a movie. And, you know, Jax, I know you'll join me in loving the fact that there's a Fiddler on the Roof reference in this movie. Yeah. Because yeah, those are is. those are always great, and they always yeah. get heard and understood by these guys. So, dude, there's that. nobody. They they call us the Fiddler Boys because <laughs> no one, no yeah. one, no one yeah. gets it quite like us. We we have a Fiddler on the Roof podcast. We're just waiting for the right time to release it. This mm, is actually this is actually yeah, that true. We <laughs> we would love to hire an editor full time, but we're paying. We have a full time Fiddler, Fiddler on the roof. He <laughs> play, plays nonsense. Stop. There's nothing we can do. Kind of like how Alonzo yeah. always has someone doing yard work outside. We, <laughs> we, always, have a, we, we always have a fiddler. <laughs> so, it's, it, you know. But you know what? If you got him to play public domain stuff, I think you'd, oh, you'd yeah. be costing yeah, yeah, you. Forget yeah. about it. A lot of silent Forget about it. It'd be great. Uh, yeah, those, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, Andy McDowell, I mean, look, she, she held the screen in two rom-coms, Bill Murray and Michael Keaton. She could carry this movie by herself. Like, she, like... It, you, She's charming, just effervescently charming and in control and everything. I just, I really wish that we could have more, and I'm biased because she is from right down the road here, but I wish we could have more movies where she's giving sage advice and wisdom and stealing scenes because she's just great. And, or and, and or so even, nice. hear me out, be the romantic lead. I'm not opposed yes, to that please. either. I'm not opposed to that either because clearly she has the chops to do it. Yep. She could want. Can you imagine an Andy McDowell, Mark Declan movie? Like oh, I'm here I for that hot. movie right now. Steaming Let's go hot. right now. Alonzo yes. oh, just responded with hot. <laughs> it would be. Come on. Uh, it, I mean, those two. Man, that would be something. You hear that, Hallmark? You hear that, everybody? I know you're listening, everybody Hallmark. Listening. Hey, all we're going to get is another season of Cedar Cove instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you met Treat Williams? <laughs> Whom I love. I love Treat. I love a Treat. Hot. A, a Treat Williams, Annie McDowell romance oh my gosh. would be scorching. Oh, yeah. Bring it. Hot. Bring it. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with the Wait What's here on Deck to Netflix. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about Christmas inheritance, as everyone is these days. Uh, let's uh, let's get to the wait. What? Let's start with you, Jax. Anything in this movie make you go wait? What? Oh yeah. Um, I'm so puzzled as to how my darling man Jake would fall for Ellen. Not only does she not <laughs> give to people who are experiencing homelessness, she like made a nasty face at the man yes. and then tried to do the whole p pull him up by the bootstraps thing when we all know that you know i think it's only 10 percent. i could be wrong if people move out of the socioeconomic class that they were born into it's not just about working hard or just getting a job i'm preaching to the choir here but i roll i roll <laughs> i roll why does he like her i don't know um, uh, to be fair she is the only person who remembers him when they start bringing <laughs> over people who might freeze to death outside so i guess she that's a win for her yeah that's true <laughs> that's a w <laughs> Yeah. Uh, too late for me. I would have already not like been like she's off my list of potential yeah. mates. Yeah, once you start sounding like Ayn Rand, forget it. <laughs> it's, it's not that cold outside. It's not that cold outside. It's no big deal. 
so, so that was a wait what for me. Yeah. Um, her her little red bloomers in the first scene were like bringing back horrible flashbacks for me of being a, a cheerleader and being a cheerleading <laughs> camp. So that was just triggering. But that's a me thing. You were a cheerleader I, well, in high school. Uh, you know, not not a very you good one, say. Dan. Um, I cheered for wrestling and the cool girls cheered for basketball and football. And then I said, oh, you got demoted to wrestling. <laughs> What's a good wrestling cheer? Pin him. <laughs> <laughs> Pin him. That's, that's why you didn't get to do basketball. Nothing it's rhymes like with reversal, cheering. okay? Yeah. <laughs> she, she's like, Pin him. <laughs> we, never got to, we never had to like do the routine out in the court we, and, or stand. We just sat there. So that, that worked for me. Uh, uh, ready? Works okay. Singlet into anything? What, how do we sing? <laughs> what can we... Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing. <laughs> Suplex? What is that wrong? <laughs> I don't even know. Greco-Roman? <laughs> yeah. I, I would, I would That's the saddest <laughs> story you've ever told on this show, <laughs> that you were a wrestling cheerleader. cheerleaders that were only for wrestling. <laughs> Jacks. Well, we can't And the chess them. club. <laughs> they didn't cut that, anybody. <laughs> they didn't cut anyone the, for wrestling. That, you, if that you is the wait what. That's the wait what of the, of the day right there. <laughs> It is true. If we had a movie and there were cheerleaders at wrestling, we'd be like, like no, the cheerleaders no, are wrestling. Jackson would be like, um, uh, point of order. If any of my high school friends are listening, they know. If you know, you know. Um, if you know, you know. I think my final one was that we were supposed to, I'm being really hard on my poor little rich girl, Allie, here, but we were supposed to be giving her a pat in the back because she gives her bed to the mom and her two kids and the mom's like oh really and it's like well yeah that's what i thought when you offered the room i didn't think you were going to take the bed and make a mom and her infant child and five-year-old all squish on a couch together little little ellie's like i starfish when i sleep there's nothing i can do (laughs) listen look uh, children are adaptable. They can sleep on the floor. This starfish, like, I'm going to hit something. Like, I got it. King size minimum. Cow king if you've got it. Uh, starfish. That's what I am. Um, pin them. I, I have a few. Uh, if, if let's go all, wrestling. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, boys. Um, I, I don't see the big deal about doing flips at a party for charity. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. If you're doing flips just because some guy is like, hey, do flips, do flips. <laughs> I dare that's you. a weird thing. But he is writing big old honking checks for Toys for Tots. If he, sa- he says, I'll double it if you do, of course she's going to do that. It would be wrong not to. If, if I'm at a charity event and someone says, hey, Brian, try to do a flip and I will write a check. Uh, I'm going to try to do a flip, yeah, right? That is your Is it just me? No? Yeah. Fair. I, 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 look, but you know how the tabloids, they just make everything look bad. <laughs> that's uh, that's classic not, tabloid. You're not an heir or heiress. That's you true. You land in a Christmas not. tree and they just make all sorts of assumptions, you know. Yeah. Um, she's uh, walking around with uh, Jake and she says, boy, it gets dark early here. And he says, welcome to the deep north. And my thing is, like, you're from New York City. Like, like I, it gets dark early there yeah. during the winter, too. Like, how early, one, is it getting dark and snow falls? But, two, like, it's, you know, how what time is it? What, how deep north? What, uh, during the winter, Jax, New York's getting, it's starting to get dark at, like, what, 530? It feels like that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> early, right? Early. Like Yes. It's wild to me. I don't know how early it could possibly have been. Um, 
So am I to understand correctly, and someone please correct me, but does he only talk to his business partner once a year through a through a letter through a plot heavy letter <laughs> through a letter that he has to uh, deliver these are not only letters cuz i have, these are not only letters they're they're one pagers that only advance the story of the business so it's not like a kind word it's like do you remember last year when we were a startup and we were in the basement of your house and we had two employees and an LLC? Like, it's not how you would handwrite a letter. It is just to tell you the history of their business, except they're talking to each other. Yeah, it's like the letter that like the those certain people will send you in their Christmas card about like how their kids are doing yeah, and that's right. blah blah. Yeah. Except that like yeah, this should, they should have had a phone call at least that would have covered all of this. This is how he breaks it to his business partner that his. His wife is dying. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty wild, huh? It's, that's a wild bit. Like, imagine Ooh. Dan and I run in a business and we only talk this once a year a via letter. letter. Uh, and I was like, do you remember July of 2018? <laughs> we covered Rocky Mountain Christmas and then Christopher Palaha came on the show. It changed our lives forever. Do you remember that, Bran? <laughs> Yes. So dumb, man. Mm. That's that's not a movie. You know, so that was wild. And last but not least, I've never seen this before. We finally get the kiss between the two leads, and someone just dances right, right in, in front, front of, of them. them. Yeah, right <laughs> Guys, you can't butt this. Their kiss is their moment. Just dance anywhere else. Uh, Dano? Um, Alonzo. Alonzo. Yeah. Thank you. So sorry. So no sorry. worries. Um, yeah. I do accept that that you know for somebody who's willing to double quadruple his his donation of toys for tots that she would uh, do the vault. I also think that as an experienced gymnast, even in the heat of the moment, she might say, "Could we move the Christmas tree over yeah. two feet yeah. to the left just in case I land in it after I go, you know, catapulting over this like toy train?" I, I just I think that you know. That's that's how you can really tell the experienced gymnasts. Um, <laughs> the idea of a big, flashy New York City company that has like a big Christmas gala and has spawned a party heiress, but that really does most of their business with people in small towns. Yeah, yeah you know the kind. Those those yeah, people. That exist, company, for sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Um, no rich heiress on earth would ever, has ever, will ever have that tacky ass suitcase that says. And a picture of the Eiffel Tower on the side. Preach. No. Thank you. No. Didn't even notice it. Didn't Ugh. even notice it. Like, like that, you get that at Ross in the clearance department. <laughs> that This is not what the party heiress is going to travel with. Um, well, I know what I'm not bringing to L.A. in a few weeks. Sheesh. Yeah. come for Ross. You come for my people. Gosh. Panem. The two other pieces of luggage match. She would have had a full matching set. That's, right. That's all yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Um, the $100. Uh, we need to unpack that one. Because is it meant to also cover the hotel? Because she says to awful fiance, well, I'm staying in this really nice inn that my uncle owns. But after the first night when she realized she has to stay longer, she suddenly has no money left. I'm like, well, was the first night covered? Did the first night eat into the hundred dollars? Is the hundred like it, none of that? The, the, there was it was all very baffling. Plus she the fact, couldn't do what she did for a hundred dollars. Oh There's no, just of no course way. not. None of it. 
No. And also the fact that he hands her a $100 bill, which is like, there's a Mark Twain story called uh, Man with a Million Pound Note, and these rich guys basically get a million pound note struck and give it to a poor guy to see how long he can go without like anyone breaking it, but still people giving him all the awesome stuff because they know that he has a million pounds. Like, you cannot walk around with a $100 bill in snow falls and expect to not have to send Jake Lacey to the safe to break it which also <laughs> makes no sense because you're a hotel you have a till and the, anyway don't get me started <laughs> no, how, they carry, how they carry a hundred pounds around Oh, stop. No, but, I'm getting no, up. But, no, can we? No. Alonzo, <laughs> though, it's a great here. excuse for her they not had a, to give They had a suitcase people. that said Paris on the outside. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah, sorry. Or I would totally. border. Uh, yeah, no, it's it, it, it that, exactly when 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 no when no one can break the hundred. I thought, oh, this is going to be like that that Mark Twain story. Um, Dan touched on this earlier, but it is my biggest. Wait, what? This is a snowstorm so massive <laughs> that power is out in half of the town, and people are huddling around the fireplace in the hot in the hotel to stay warm. And yet, within a couple of hours, is gone, so that the two of them can go on a romantic walk and look at ice sculptures. What I wrote down was, uh, this is one of those storms that selectively impacts characters with fewer than a dozen lines. <laughs> <laughs> if you have fewer than a dozen lines, you are in trouble. Background is urged to find That's shelter. Right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, if, you're a lead. We'll open the roads back up for you. <laughs> if craft services isn't open to you, you need to be very <laughs> acutely aware of this storm. Vigilant. Especially since all the power in the hotel still freaking works. Oh yes. by the way, absolutely, no question. Good gosh. Uh, uh, I, I have one, one my one oh, last okay. one. I know that Brand is going to give this movie a pass on the whole dancing to Silent Night thing, but not only will I never forgive dancing to Silent Night because it's such a <laughs> dumb, weird trope in these movies, but it comes immediately on the heels of our other favorite trope: please don't make me sing. Yeah, when Andy McDowell gets up and sort of reluctantly agrees oh, to, to perform, so we get we get a "Don't Make Me Sing" that immediately segues into "Everybody Dances to Silent Night," and I'm like, "Oh, come on, movie! Like, pick a lane, <laughs> and just pick a pick something aside from those two. In fact, things. pick an entirely different lane. How about that? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think this movie is very confused as to what an heiress is. Uh, <laughs> an heiress isn't the person that's going to run the company next. An heiress is the rich kid, an heir or heiress is the rich kid of someone that owns something that will be a millionaire regardless. Like, Mm. an heiress isn't next to manage the Cubs, right? Like, an heiress is next to own it all and do whatever they want with it. But somehow this, like, gymnast is being trained to run a company on the actual molecular level of being a CEO, that's not how those are chosen. In fact, that's a really bad hiring practice. Like that is, you're going to get a terrible, and people have done it and gotten terrible CEOs. That's the CEO's kid is not the heir or heiress. The owner's kid is the heir or heiress. And so you did like you lost me immediately when you're like, this is an heir, a rich heiress. I'm like, okay, Paris Hilton, N- Nicole Richie, the like, Kardashian. And then it's like, Oh, no, no, no. This is just the the daughter of the CEO is what this is, which is very, very different. That's not how that works at all. Um, I love that there's real snow in this movie. I love it. Have you ever tried to roll something, like, with small wheels through, like, (laughs) six or seven inches of slushy snow? 
it goes like a foot and a half. Unless you've got what amounts to be the slickest Paris briefcase of all time, <laughs> a, a suitcase of all time, which somehow rolls through gra- snowy grass into the street and just keeps rolling like it's just greased up, man. Like, I don't know how they did it. Like, it's no not, sidewalk. It's not ice. <laughs> Nothing. No. Like, if I tried to roll anything with a wheel that small in snow, it would just stop immediately. That's, that's not how that works at all. Um, this is another one of my favorites. This is one of these magical towns that's big enough for a bus stop, a hotel, all the trimmings, but has one cabin, no cell service. And those places just don't exist. I'm sorry. <laughs> You can't have it both ways. The places you're talking about have like a hundred people in them. Like they don't, that's not how this, like we're from South Carolina. You're not getting this past us. We got, we got dozens of cities like the ones in this movie. They all have cell signal. Like you don't, you don't get both of these things. It, it's not a both and here. This Even is like, Pumpkin Town has cell signal. That's right. <laughs> Pumpkin Town, which is tiny, like 1,200 people. And this movie is like, we only got one cab driver. If you're a town that has no cell service, you don't have a cab driver, okay? Like, like, like pick, pick a lane, as you could say. Hey, do me a favor, lady. Turn the vacuum off. You just caught a shirt in that thing. You caught a shirt in the va- The shirt is wrapped around the vacuum. Turn it off. OFF off. You cannot fix this problem with the vacuum running. I promise you. That is how vacuums work. You can't just pull. It's got suction, man. Turn the thing off. Uh, unspool it. Save the shirt for crying out loud. You will not win I this tug of war. I just, no, it's a, it's a mess out there. Uh, they show just a hideous family picture of just Photoshop left and right of her when she Ooh. was on her dad's shoulders uh, with her mom as a kid. And the, the Photoshop is real bad. And they're like, you know what? I don't know if everyone's seen how bad this is. Let's zoom in and get a tight one, a tight close-up <laughs> on it. And they go they go with a tighter shot of the, like, so you can see the actual ridges of the Photoshop. It's like, we don't want you to get a bird's-eye view of this bad boy. Let's get in close. Um, when they're when they're carrying people in from the cold, Jake Lacey is carrying what has to be a passed out teenager. <laughs> this this is a giant. Like I have six year olds that are over fifty pounds. What he's carrying is something that can wake up and walk. <laughs> I, like if 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 time is of the essence, that is that torso was close to his size. Like he he is. I I I just I just I rewound it and I was like, why is he carrying that? That is that needs to be walking. Um, that that everyone we're going to be more efficient if we can get that person to use their legs. They probably have a driver's license. Maybe they can go drive and pick up more more people. If they if they need to, I'm so thankful that they're trying to pack every hotel room in this lodge and use every square inch available while Jake Lacey still gets his 500 square foot office for his charcoal paintings. <laughs> like we don't have any room down there to roll out a sleeping bag, something. We're triple occupancy upstairs. We can't get an air mattress on the floor. We're also not going to pa- kick out the lady who can't pay and is having to clean rooms <laughs> That's right. badly. That's right. We don't want to. This space is sacred. It's just, uh, it, look, we can't. You know, we can't do anything. 
anything about it. Um, and I get it that this happens all the time, but it does need to be pointed out that this small town that doesn't have cell service has a Christmas Eve dance and silent auction. <laughs> that is something that they do every year in this town. Christmas Eve dance and silent auction. And speaking of silent auction, this girl brags to her father that every gift she got from this auction was from a local shop. Lo- local shop. Local shop is a band we saw. From a local <laughs> shop and is a one-of-a-kind gift. Now, cut to 40 minutes earlier where she just takes a Mac, an Apple <laughs> product, out of a store and puts it in the trunk. Apple is a lot of things. It is not a one-of-a-kind gift. It's bespoke. You, yeah, this is one of these or, this is one of these organic farm fresh Macs. Um, you're not going to find this just Small anywhere. Batch. That's right. It doesn't have wireless service. <laughs> Why it's would it just in this for town? this town? What a mess! What a mess of a movie, Brand. Yeah, it's time for what the flicks part of the show. We wonder what could have been. Maybe having some clear questions we still have. Uh, Jax, what are you still wondering about? Um, I have a couple of things. Um, speaking of the the MacBook, I was so excited to see Ben Rosenbaum in this, and I just love him. I think he's such a good actor, and I just think he should be an even bigger star than he already is. So I would love a, a sequel with more Ben. I also want to know the deal with what's happening with Karen from accounting. Did she end up getting with a fiance then? I mean, if her name indicates anything about what we know Karen about Karen's, but and from accounting too. I mean, mm. you got a mess there. There's a lot to dig into there. Oh, I think she's she was a, a wrestling cheerleader growing up. Um, and then I think my final one was the the guy who gave all the money to Toys for Tots in the beginning. The the lecherous way that he was watching her do her gymnastics. I yeah. can't imagine that he doesn't have like. He's got big creep energy, and I would love to delve into his past because I bet a lot of women have restraining orders on him. Yeah, but yeah. does the check clear? That's what. <laughs> well, that's my. So my question is: Was the that check was it a double or nothing based off of whether or not she stuck the landing? The rules are fuzzy. Did the did he still give the money he just, to, he just to, to, to toys see her for red tops? underpants again? He doesn't yeah. care. It was quadruple. He quadruple. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. Now, come to think of it, Bran, who wouldn't do that in that situation? Who wouldn't vault for four times the money? She probably shouldn't. Ha- like, he, j- if he can give four times the money to watch a vault over cardboard that should have buckled with a 10-pound weight on it, if he, can, if he can watch that, like, if that's what that's about, yeah, he's got a rap sheet, man, like, or should. <laughs> like, that's, that's a problem. Like, yeah. that's a problem he yeah. has. I just don't know the rules of the money and whether or not the money <laughs> mm-hmm. he still sent in the money or whether or not the money was even ever really real. Those are all good questions. Uh, Alonzo? Well, my question is, we never find out if Uncle Zeke had any heirs that might themselves want to become the CEO of this company. Yeah. Like, it's just treated as a given that that, that Ellen is going to take over. And it's like, um, the, you have a whole other partner here. And, like, does he not? Uh, meh, who knows? I also envision a lifetime sequel here where follow me in this so okay so we we end the movie like she and jake lacy are together looks like the dad and andy mcdowell are gonna hook up right Mm -hmm. so you've got an uncle you've got an an aunt and nephew both marrying into this like you know uh, a dynasty of of home good gifts whatever the company is that they do what if it's all a long con they're doing like a wings of the dove situation here where they're actually out to take over the company 
uh, in response to the fact that, you know, Andy McDowell really is still bitter about the fact that Ellen's mom took the dad away. And who knows, oh, maybe boy. Jake Lacey's ex also worked for the company. So this is all just an elaborate ruse. Wow. So they can take over home and hearth and uh, get it for themselves and boot the, uh, the, the, the Ellen and her dad to the street. Mama this like. is like just the scene after the credits where Lacey like is smiling and then turns and goes into this room and it's Andy McDowell and his smile turns into like a smirk and he's like, our plan's working just as we expected. <laughs> exactly. In the back of like the office, that? there's like the board with the red yarn yes! on it. <laughs> I'm here for that. That's great. That's a good one. Dana? Mine's not great. It's uh, She bakes cookies for the first time, and they're a big hit, and this guy gets to deliver one line in this movie, and his line is, is I come from a family of pastry chefs, and I know this is a good cookie. I just want to know more about that guy. How many pastry? What are we talking about? Oh, I think he says these are the best cookies he's ever had. Best cookies yeah. he's ever had. And it, it, does he have a mom, dad, and sibling? Like, when you say a family of pastry chefs, that's weird, right? Like that's a lot of pastry chefs. Do they have morning. do they have the bakery in town? Maybe like, they're all out of work and that's why he thinks the cookies are good. Like there's a lot happening there. They're not that very good the pastry chefs. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pastry chefs. <laughs> Look, yeah, I come from a family right. of doctors. It happens, you know. It just, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes everybody just signs up for the same thing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we come from a, my kid's going to come from a family of uh, podcasting. Really? Anyone else in your family podcast but you? Because that's he, how that works. So <laughs> he, so my grandkid, my grandkid. Your grandkid. my kids are going to go on both podcasting. Of, both Gavin Griss yeah. in a podcast. Inherit the mantle. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yes. And then their wives. Well, they're heiress. Presumably. They're heiress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast heiress. heiress. Yeah. Well, my kids are heirs too. Then, if yeah. that's how, well, yeah. yes, it's a real air fight. <laughs> they air it together. They, they, uh, they're in the air. They're flying, flying, flying in the air. That's flying right. Together. In the I air tonight. Uh, pin it. Uh, we did, everybody. Congratulations. So we got one more uh, of these this month, which is uh, what is it called, Alonzo? Let it snow. Let it snow. Yes. It, uh, not to be confused with the Hallmark uh, CCB Jesse or Hutch movie. Hutch movie. This is a uh, YA adaptation. That's really charming. Very much looking forward to it. Until then, maybe we'll be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Check the homework is the That Sounds Fun podcast. It's produced by Tracy Noah's name. It's recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com.